You're mad. I have a plan I'm sure will work. I can't send word by the lieutenant. He turned the information over to Little Bear at once. I'm counting on that. If I tell Captain Stewart to return by way of either Buffalo Pass or the lower trail, the Indians will ambush him. We'll send the lieutenant first, then Tonto afterwards. But, but what good would that do? The hearty cry of Hayo Silver has echoed through the years from the wild and untamed west of yesterday. It has acted as a symbol of courage to the oppressed, a challenge to the lawless. Let us return to the west of old and thrill to another of the Lone Ranger's stories, featuring the most picturesque and colorful character ever to ride the plains and prairies. Welcome to The Moral Code, Tales of the Lone Ranger. The Lone Ranger lives by a code of conduct. This conduct consists of two major parts, the Lone Ranger Creed and a set of guidelines. One of the Lone Ranger's creeds is that God put the firewood there, but that every man must gather and light it himself. Ranger is part of the Life Podcast Network. Our goal is to keep adding shows to our network that bring you good, family-friendly content. If you're interested in becoming involved with our podcast network, please go to lifepodcast.net and click on the Contact Us page. We're also working on a monthly live broadcast designed to connect Lone Ranger enthusiasts. Sign up at our Facebook page to keep up to date. And now, let's listen to another great tale of the Lone Ranger. <laughs> Now to continue our story. After the Lone Ranger and Tonto had broken through the Indian lines and entered the fort under fire, the Major took the masked man to his quarters. You say you attempted to go back but couldn't? We were discovered by the Indians, Major, and cut off. Hmm. We wouldn't have tried to enter the fort if we'd had any choice. I see. Our only chance was to reach here. And now our last chance to get word to Captain Stewart is gone. I think not, Major. But I've sent Now we can get through the lines after dark. It's been tried before and failed. Tried by white men, sir. Tonto probably wouldn't be questioned. He would fail to... Then I'll try it. You misunderstand me. What I mean is this. Someone inside the fort is supplying information to those Indians. You're sure of that? I'm not only sure of it, but I strongly suspect one of my officers. You have evidence? Not enough, confound it. But I'll stake my life I'm right. Yes? I think I can trust you. The man I mean is Lieutenant Price. Good. What's that? You have one sure way of getting a message to the captain. But I've tried... Lieutenant Price has sold out a little bear. His life is safe with the Indians. Of course, but Then I let have... him carry the message. You're mad. I have a plan I'm sure will work. I can't send word by the lieutenant. He turned the information over to little bear at once. I'm counting on that. If I tell Captain Stewart to return by way of either Buffalo Pass or the lower trail, the Indians will ambush him. We'll send the lieutenant first, then Tonto afterwards. But, but what good would that do? If Lieutenant Price is gone when Tonto leaves, there'll be no chance for Price to know that Tonto is following him. If you're counting on your friend giving the real message to the captain, it's impossible. Yes. Captain Stewart would never take the word of an Indian before that of Lieutenant Price. That isn't my plan. But you don't Listen understand. to me. I'll explain. And if you agree with my plan, we'll try it. Major Carson listened to the plan of the masked man and agreed that it had a good chance of success. That evening, he spoke to his orderly. 
Orderly. Yes, sir? Tell Lieutenant Price I wish to see him. Very well, sir. I believe he's just outside. Good. Lieutenant Price, Major Carson wishes to speak to you, sir. Right. Come in, Lieutenant. Close the door, Orderly, and wait outside. Yes, sir. What is it, Major? You're making the next attempt to reach Captain Stewart, Lieutenant. Me, sir? It has to be done. And I think you're the man for the job. But why ask? I won't ask the enlisted men to do what their officers refuse. I'm not refusing, sir. I was I was only thinking that you decided a man couldn't get through the Indian mines. The others failed. I hope you won't. Yes, sir. You'll start at once. Very well. Come. It's quite dark now. But you'd better be on your way before the moon rises. And what are my orders, sir? Captain Stewart has returned with all speed. Tell him to bring his men by way of Buffalo Pass. Buffalo Pass? I think that's best. Little Bear will probably expect any reinforcements to come by way of the lower trail. I see. There was something I wished to ask you, sir. Yes? Who is this masked man who came to the fort? I'm afraid I can't tell you that, Lieutenant. Ah, uh, here we are. Steady there. Ah, steady. I'm ready, sir. You understand my orders? I do, sir. And you're not afraid? Of course not, sir. Very well. The gate is open. I... Something tells me you'll get through safely. I feel the same way about it, Major. Get up there. Get up, boy. I'll close the gate, Major. Yes, do. There. The rotten traitor. If our lives didn't depend upon it, I'd almost wish those Indians would shoot him by mistake. I understand, sir. It was right here he lit a match when Sergeant Morton left the fort. I'm convinced Lieutenant Price used that trick to warn Little Bear. I agree with you. Potato's waiting, Major. Yes. You're sure that he won't be risking his life? Yes. If he were, I'd prefer to go in his place. Of course, the lieutenant is gone. There's no one to let Little Bear know Tonto is leaving. And Tonto can move as silently as any man alive. Come, Major. We'll tell him it's time for him to go. Lieutenant Price rode away from the fort, and when he drew near the Indian lines, called out softly, identifying himself. A silent Indian stepped forward, led the officer into the presence of Chief Little Bear. Chief, why you come here? <laughs> that fool of a major sent me, Little Bear. I'm to get in touch with Captain Stewart. Uh. Things are going our way. A few more days and I should collect the rest of that thousand in gold you promised me. Maybe soldier hold out plenty long time. <laughs> Not much longer. They've got food and ammunition for only about three days. That heat good. But that isn't the best of it, little bear. I'm to tell Stuart to bring his men through Buffalo Pass. Ah. Chief, you wait for Stuart at the pass and you can wipe them out to the last man. Leave just enough of your braves here to make the Major believe he's still surrounded. Chief, little bear can do. Fine. I'll go on and give Stuart his orders, and they won't suspect a thing. Major, him think you crook? <laughs> Major, <laughs> he hasn't any idea that I'm on your side. And if he did, he couldn't prove it. Uh... And when I found Stuart, I'll pretend to be ill or something of the sort, so I'll not have to return with him. And then there'll be no danger for me when you attack. Better you go now. Right, little bear. The sooner I find the captain, the sooner this business will be finished. Uh... Here, boy. Don't forget about that thousand, Chief. I can use it. Chief, little bear, never forget. Good. Get up there, boy. Captain Stewart waited anxiously for word from either the masked man or his superior, Major Carson. 
We see him now more than a day later, speaking to one of his men. I can't understand it. The masked man should have been back before this. Sharks, I wouldn't worry about that fellow if I was you, Captain. <laughs> him and the engine can handle themselves all right, I reckon. We don't dare return to the fort unless we receive word. Uh-huh. Orders is orders. But sometimes it ain't a bad notion to forget about them. I've been thinking that same thing. But still, Say, I... Say, ain't that somebody riding this way now? Aye. It is. Looks like he's wearing a uniform, too. Wait. Isn't that Lieutenant Price? That's him, all right. Lieutenant! Captain Stewart! Oh, I... Oh, oh, there. Oh. You've been riding hard. I have, sir. There's bad news. Chief Little Bear has surrounded the fort. The Major sends orders for you to return as speedily as he can. The fort's in danger? It is. I was just scared of that, Captain. Lieutenant, did you see anything of a masked man and an Indian before you left? Yes. You know them? They're... They're unharmed? Quite. Then I can't understand why they didn't come back here. There was no need for them to enter the fort... Once they discovered the situation... Little Bear had them cut off before they knew it, sir. They had no choice but to ride for the fort. I'm glad to hear it. I couldn't believe they wouldn't have returned if it was possible. You'll order your men out? At once. Sims, tell the bugler to sound assembly. Sure thing, Captain. Well, there's one more thing, sir. Yes? You're to return through Buffalo Pass. Those are Major Carson's orders but also. why did he... He suspects that the Indians may be watching for you by the lower trail. Very well. Who's that? That horse... It's Tonto, the Indian with the mask man. That's the one. But, but what's he doing here? We'll soon find out. And in the meantime, we'll be getting started. At Fort Mason, the Indians had kept up a scattered fire designed to tempt the soldiers into wasting their ammunition. Major Carson, however, had given the command to fire only in case of necessity. The lack of food inside the fort's walls was the greatest problem. The men had been put on half rations, and already they are beginning to feel the pinch of starvation. We see the Major and the Lone Ranger as they ride slowly within the boundaries of the stockade on a tour of inspection. Men are looking tired, Major. They are. If help doesn't arrive soon... Don't give up hope, sir. Captain Stewart should have been here by now. I didn't look for them this soon. If reinforcements don't come, it'll prove I've made a serious mistake in judgment. Yes? I I may have sent Lieutenant Price to his death also. You're worried only because the strain of waiting has been hard on you. There's little doubt of what Price was a traitor supplying Little Bear with his information. I, I suppose so. The Indians are firing again. But we won't reply unless it's necessary. But wait. Oh, 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 oh. What is it? Those shots weren't fired at the fort, but I thought I... They're firing at something beyond that hill. By heavens, I think you're right. Orderly! Yes, Major? Can you see what's beyond that hill? I'll find out, sir. It won't be necessary, Major. Listen. Cavalry! Captain Stewart! It is Captain Stewart, sir. Major, we should leave the fort and attack. Attack? There's no better time. While Captain Stewart engages them from the other side, we'll attack from this. It might work. We'll give them no time to resist. Orderly! Tell the men to mount. I want them assembled here, ready to charge in five minutes. Yes, sir. We're going to strike and strike hard! <laughs> The men were assembled, given their orders, and told of the plan of attack. Meanwhile, the sound of battle outside increased as Captain Stewart led his men forward. Major Carson shouted a command. The gates were thrown open. With the masked man heading the charge, the troopers raced forward. Forward, men! Come on, silver! 
attacked from both sides, the Indians fell back in confusion. With the most of the Braves absent at Buffalo Pass, the remainder could put up a little opposition. At the end of 20 minutes of hard fighting, the Indians began to throw down their arms. They're surrendering, Major! Cease firing! Cease firing! Major, you can easily capture the rest of the tribe. They're in Buffalo Pass waiting for Captain Stewart. They'll not expect you. Right. Captain Stewart! We got here in time, Major. You did, Captain. Thanks to the masked man. You followed the Major's instructions, Captain? Exactly. Lieutenant Price still doesn't know why I disobeyed the orders he gave me. He's coming now. He's going to report me to you, Major, for insubordination. Oh, the boy. Oh, oh. Major. Captain Stewart absolutely refused to come by way of Buffalo Pass as you are. One moment, Lieutenant. Those weren't my orders. But that's... And you're under arrest. Arrest? You can't do that to me. But I can. You were the only messenger, aside from Tonto, who got through Little Bear's lines. And only through you could Little Bear have received the information that took him to Buffalo Pass. No. Lieutenant, I gave you verbal orders for Captain Stewart. But you didn't know that I'd written other orders for the Captain, which the masked man concealed in the flap of your saddle. You what? Is that where you found them, Captain? When Tonto arrived, he told me where to look. I sent the Lieutenant on an errand... And took the letter while he was gone. Lieutenant, you tried to sell us out. But the masked man tricked you into carrying the orders yourself and spoiled your scheme. It isn't true. It isn't. That's something we'll find out soon enough. We're attacking Little Bear at Buffalo Pass. And, Lieutenant, when Little Bear learns that it was you who brought Captain Stewart by the lower trail, I think he'll tell us all we need to know. Next time on The Moral Code, Tales of the Lone Ranger. And everybody knows I ain't the only one losing cattle, neither. Yes? There's Mike Pearson, Judd Braley, and all of us having critters stole. Except Nate Finch. And you think Nate is responsible for your losses, is that it? I wouldn't put nothing past that low-down blowhard. The Moral Code, Tales of the Lone Ranger, is part of the Life Podcast Network. A group of family-friendly podcasts bringing a positive message of hope and inspiration. Some of the audio for this podcast was provided by the archive.org online database.